Victory 91.5. Good morning. It's Rise and Stein. Good stuff uh, on com- and off the air. Conversation on and off the air on the feasts. And today it is the Feast of Weeks. It is Pentecost. It is the wedding. And as we always do, uh, when it is feast time, Let's see. Ray Haynes comes in to feed us well. Mm-hmm. And if you have been listening and you wish you had written some of this stuff down, don't worry about it. It's all posted up at the Victory 91. Facebook page. Click on that link and each segment will be added. So right now, everything is up there that Ray has already said this morning. And here we go. Now, we have started with the concept of the Feast of Weeks. We jumped out for a few minutes to jump ahead into time to Pentecost and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit and how that affects us as Christians. So now we're actually going to throw back a little further. We're going all the way back to the Feast of First Fruits because it's there that you count 50 days from. Mm -hmm. So I want you to see real quickly the difference here. And the two kinds of feasts that's going on and why, for those of you that wonder, okay, I was saved, was that the baptism of the Holy Spirit or was there more to it? And mm-hmm. the fact is, the feasts are very, very different. So for first fruits, the Leviticus 23, when you enter the land, you're going to take a sheaf of the first grain, wave that sheaf, you'll be uh, received on your behalf. You sacrifice a burnt offering to the Lord, which is a lamb, which mm-hmm. there again represents Jesus. So they did this on first fruits. They're sacrificing a lamb two days after the sacrifice of Jesus' death. They had a grain offering uh, mixed with uh, olive oil. They have a drink offering. And you can't eat any bread, roasted or new grain, until the very day you bring this offering to your God. It's a lasting ordinance. So that has to do with barley, all right, in the land. It's the, the spring, the first crop that comes out. So they were thanking God for the coming harvest. But they were not allowed to eat the first fruits until that festival was set was celebrated. So they were growing all around them, but they couldn't take them. They couldn't eat them because they had to come through that feast. And the point is, righteousness can't come by the law. Mm-hmm. There's no harvest hmm. without the sacrificial death of Jesus and his resurrection. That's right. All right. So the Feast of First Fruits, it's the start of the grain harvest, and you start the count towards Pentecost for 50 days. And there's a lot of elements there of of how you deal with it. He's the lamb. The barley is a double shadow. It represents Jesus at his death. The church during her life, uh, we're going to suffer too. And what happened to the barley was taken to the temple, threshed with rods, just like Jesus. Uh, They usually did an ox-powered sledge. But with that one, it was with rods. Mm. And so it was set, built to represent Jesus one day. Um, it, they did that because it would preserve the barley heads. Mm. All right. So Jesus received 40 minus one lashes so he wouldn't die from the beating. Right. Same kind of concept. So it was also seasoned with fire, kind of like us. We're seasoned with fire. And it goes through this whole journey here into mm. first fruits, how we become the first fruits of the Spirit unto sonship, Romans 8, Romans 11. Talk about those first fruits, Corinthians 15. So it's the second day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, but it begins that countdown to Pentecost. You have this convocation, you don't do work, and you walk together. And that first fruits festival was the resurrection of Jesus. So it was also when 
similar. There is the earthquake. Right. All the graves are open. We talked about that back during Passover when we went over. But what this is, is also, this is the journey. The 50-day journey begins, and that represents our walk with Jesus. So what happened during that 50-day journey through history? It was the ending of Noah's flood. That was the first rebirth of the world. Mm. Which was a shadow and type of Jesus. Sure. We were born again. It's a promise that he'd never destroy the world by water again. And likewise, there is there is no longer a need for a sacrifice. Jesus did it all. Mm-hmm. So it followed that. That was during the time they crossed the Red Sea under the protection of the cloud and the pillar of fire. So those shadows of our rescue and our baptism. So up until that point, they were in Egyptian territory. But you cross the Red Sea and you come out of Egyptian territory. Mm -hmm. You're now in Arabia. So the minute we enter our baptism, we enter our rest. Mm. So Mm. hopefully (laughs) they march (laughs) directly into the sea and it splits in two as they walk through it. So when we walk willingly into death, which has lost its sting, we walk into the arms of Jesus. Mm. It's a beautiful picture that we wouldn't see for thousands of years. Also on their journey, they came into a time of testing at Myra. It's a picture of the Christian life. That's where um, he brought them to the wilderness of Shur. There was no water. It was bitter. That's what Myra means. Mm -hmm. And the world of sin is now bitter. What we once loved is no longer sweet. That's how it's supposed to be. But we com- they complained against Moses. We complained against God. We want this thing. But he took a branch and he threw it in there. That is the cross taken in. And what is bitter uh, now becomes sweet. And so even our loss is sweetness to us. From there, they come to Elam. There's 12 wells, 70 palm trees. They camp there by the waters. If you will walk through temptation... You will arrive at rest, mm. but you got to walk through it. The next is the wilderness of sin, spelled just like sin, S-I-N. On the 15th day of the second month, they complained against Moses. Uh, no food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, <laughs> okay. And God says, behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you. So again, think about your walk with Christ. You know, when you're at a place, we're always complaining, always complaining, and God is always raining things down on us. Next is Rephidim. It means resting place. That is where the water gushed out of the rock when when Moses smacked it, and the people complained against Moses. And the rock that is struck is Jesus mm-hmm. on the cross. It's living water. And that water flowing from the rock is the Holy Spirit poured out at Pentecost 50 days later. That name of that place is means tested and contention because they said, is the Lord among us or not? And again, this is that same question of encountering the Holy Spirit. Do, do I have God? Have I encountered God or not? Uh, that's when the Amalekites attacked. And Jethro gave his great advice about having some leadership in there. So the Amalekites were the, the descendants of Esau. And they started attacking stragglers in the whole group. And the, brother, and the brother-in-law of Moses lifted up his hands so he could hold up a rod and Joshua defeated them. Mm-hmm. That brought you unity in the body of Christ to teach that lesson. And the summary in Deuteronomy 8, the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and test you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. 
that's pretty much the journey of the Christian life is you think, why am I going through this? Well, that's the question. Right. Will you keep his commandments or not? Will you pursue him or will you not? Just like in a marriage, if <laughs> in, in better or for worse, in richness and in poor, are we going to work on the relationship? Are we going to stay committed to the covenant? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say yes. Yeah. 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 No, but I mean, that, as he's explaining that, that's just what I'm thinking of. Are we going to stay committed to God and, and trust him if all else fades away? When all else fades away. That's right. That's good. Amen. That's good. You're listening to Ray Haynes and his teaching on Pentecost and Feast of Weeks and the wedding. What's next? Give us a little teaser. Well, we actually arrive at the Feast of Weeks, so you'll mm-hmm. go back in time. and Perfect time. Un- unlike the first fruits, what else? what's different about this feast? Because the Holy Spirit is very different. And so we're going to encounter him and all of his elements at the Feast of Weeks. Will we need a DeLorean? <laughs> it, it couldn't hurt. Definitely couldn't hurt. Just checking. It's Ryzenstein at Victory 91.5.